With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It says on the front of it, uh, use half a scoop or a scoop for 500 milliliters. We're going with two scoops because uh, that's just the kind of day it's been. It's a two scoop energy drink day. everybody we are back for our first official uh prototype e3 day one coverage and boy oh boy do we have a lot not necessarily great but a lot to talk about uh i am back here again with friend of the show ken how is it going ken pretty good uh i mean i've got two pages of notes like two full (laughs) pages of notes here I slept through the first <laughs> the first couple shows. I was not. I was pretty tired waking up, uh, and it was because I've been editing and doing stuff in the back. Uh, you know, the backlog of the show uh, for till like five in the morning, and I went, "Oh God!" I spent seven hours editing like twelve podcasts, and went, "No, I don't think I can stay up for these. I'll sleep through them." And it turns out, from the sounds of it, that was a good idea. Uh, as far as anything else that we've John, in the last few days, I obviously covered some stuff yesterday. There wasn't a ton initially. Some interesting uh, TV projects in the works. Uh, and other than playing a little bit of uh, Final Fantasy, uh, the, uh, was it Final Fantasy 7 Remake, remake in- Integrate Intermission. Mission, yeah. Good Lord. Uh, at least it doesn't have like version 17 million point four Sigma whatever in the title uh that was not it's not a near game (laughs) exactly uh it won't give any any uh spoilers to it except that it's really good uh and completing it does it's it is a separate entity in that it's played on its own but beating it unlocks some stuff in the main game that was unexpected and they didn't say and it's also a couple things that you might miss if you don't pay attention like they sort of briefly say it unlocks something but until you actually jump into the main game again, uh, you don't see that it did add anything. So it's one of those things where when you beat it, don't just turn the game off. You know, switch over to the main game, hop in, and you'll see that it added something. So uh, that'll be fun. Hopefully some more people can play it. I have a feeling it's going to be one of those expansions where a lot of people end up watching it more than playing it because they don't have the system. That 
and or just wait until it comes to other consoles, which it probably will, because Square wants money. <laughs> it's going to be at least a year. Uh, yeah, at least a year. We are, so that's I don't known. I don't know if people can wait that long as far as while watching it because it's going to be everywhere. I, I oh I, I imagine I mean, like, some of the I'm larger gonna, streamers are already doing it. it more. I'm going to end up watching it eventually anyway. But it, like I'm also not a big spoiler heavy guy. I mean, like I literally spent uh, it was like a 20 minute segment <laughs> talking about spoilers on my movie podcast wow. last week. See, and that and that's where I'm like. I'd love to listen to some of the stuff you do, but I haven't had a chance to get to theaters yet myself. And I know that's what you've been up with. I, I played a little Final Fantasy, I play, and then I edited some podcasts. And you, you bastard, you, you were out at the movie theaters. Yes, I was out at the movies. I, I This is week three. <laughs> week three at the movies. Uh, and yeah, the we're, movie podcast is back. Uh, we are not. I am not doing an extra segment this week because I'm doing all this stuff. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just going to do the trailer talk and that's it. Trailer talk reviews done. <laughs> uh, and it's still going to be 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think... I want to go back. Like, I mean, I've, I've got my first vaccination. Most people in Canada now have the opportunity to at least get their first vaccination if they are, haven't already got it. Uh, I'm still waiting to hear back about moving my second one up sooner because otherwise I got to wait till July 31st, and that's actually early for a lot of people. Most yeah, people here aren't you, getting you theirs until super early. Yeah, I, I got it because I qualified under some health things, and my region was a hot spot, and yada yada yada. So I got mine. Uh, I think it was April 9th or 10th. Most adults under the age of uh, 55 only started getting theirs uh, in the middle of May. Yeah, so, and, that was and, about, and, that's about how we did it over here. Uh, but the rollout was a lot. We had a lot more vaccines we, well, we, to we give we out. Ran, we ran out. Um, what ended up happening, there's a bunch of stuff in the background, but we did run out because uh, I think it was 2 million doses. I mean, 2 million doesn't sound like a lot to the States, but we only have 34 million people in the country. Two million doses didn't make it here that we're supposed to make it. Well, we also had to throw stuff out originally. Yeah, and we, we started we started having some of that as well. Uh, so, and then they completely halted AstraZeneca for like a few weeks. So it, there was shortages uh, based on what people were demanding and what people wanted. I don't, I don't even think our I don't think we've even approved AstraZeneca's yet. <laughs> yeah, they did it here because they were like, crap, we need to do something. And I and I had a couple family members get it. But uh, the big thing here is we have the longest wait between them. They, rec they recommended 16 weeks. Yeah. Uh, th they're shortening that now down to whenever you can get your second, which is you uh, apply to get your uh, scheduled appointment changed. And then you have no idea until the day they email you to say, come in. And, and then it might be that day or it might be contact us to get your new date. So regardless, what's what's happening is most people are going to go from 16 weeks to about eight is the wait. So, Which is not horrible. Not not horrible. Like I'm, I'm expecting, again, fingers crossed, that I'll have uh, by July 1st, I'll probably have my shot or have my date. So uh, that'll be nice. And that's enough COVID talk out of the way just to say that I want to go to theaters and I want them to be open. Damn it. Do it. 
I'm probably fine to go now, but I want to have that second shot. So uh, that out of the way, intros out of the way, uh, let's get into what was shown. I, we can probably skim over the Gorilla Collective. Uh, it's, it's an interesting, I respect their whole uh, organization in that it, it was uh, an amalgamation of uh, indie devs that wanted to, to get more representation that wouldn't necessarily have regularly been shown at E3. And they used last year's pandemic uh, uh, summer of gaming as a, uh, a means to, to really launch the jump off point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like what was annoying is the fact that their YouTube channel is dead and they haven't used it for the second streaming. Yeah. They haven't used it. This, this has been why, the why do you thing. have the why do you have the channel if you're not going to use it to stream your thing the, like, the hardest thing this year with with e3 and summer gaming is finding out when not just when things are airing or what like schedules because IGN where has, they're airing IGN has a different schedule than what e, uh, e3 does because e3 doesn't want to include things that aren't part of their deal but it's like people just want a space that tells them where everything is there's a few uh, links that popped up like uh, pages on like reset era and IGN eventually collected everything into one spot but it was hard to find out where things were and then you'll go and you'll be like oh it's only on uh on twitch but you'll go to the company's twitch and then they're not streaming it it's somebody else sponsoring it it'll be like they're on the uh the game awards and then you'll go to the game awards thing watch their uh somebody's thing and then the next show they'll be like it's part of the uh, you know the game awards stream but the better quality ones on another site you got to go to like three it's, it's there's no centralized place to watch things and that's what I thought that uh, EA was going to do because EA or sorry e- E3, uh, the ESA made an E3 uh, YouTube channel and it looked like it was brand new, and I subs- mm-hmm. uh, subscribed to it. It has three things on there. It has their kickoff sh- like their, their like their pre shows for each day, and then like nothing else. Like why wouldn't they just have it be a stream that goes for like twelve hours? That's everything because because they made a deal with Twitch to be exclusive to Twitch. I think. So they're not streaming on YouTube. Which is foolish because why set up a new YouTube channel if you're not going to use it? Well, you have the VODs up there. <sighs> which they aren't actually posting. But they're not, which they're not posting. Because, of yeah. course, this is... Haven't you learned already from the last from last year in the fact that they did last minute, like, oh, we might do a digital thing. No, we're not. Yeah, they said they were going to do it, and like 24 hours later, they said they didn't know how, so they stopped it. Yeah, but and it, even it's, now, it's a clusterfuck. Yeah, so it, it's, I mean, I'm part of the uh, the press portal for them. I've made some connections, which is nice through there. It's a mess, though. Like, it, Oh, it's, yeah, no, I've, it's, I've heard. I've they're heard supposed to be, they talk mess. about, you see gamification. Anybody now that signed up as a regular user can now log in as, as the show started problem was for the week before that we were all supposed to be in contact with everybody half the booths weren't ready or set up or glitchy didn't work videos wouldn't play uh you're supposed to like earn points while you watch uh videos and read articles and contact people uh some of them work some of them don't uh the reward system doesn't exist or or it's completely turned off or they haven't figured out how to enable it it looks like somebody bought a template from an e-learning site and then didn't know how to actually work it so they left a lot of the things default and maybe they thought that there was going to be like there's i think the prize things were supposed to be the equivalent of when you would go to a booth learn something and you get a swag bag 
Well, yeah, I, none of that. None of that is working. And and it's sounds not that anybody to, sounds cares to me about... like they got an intern to do something. And well, yeah, it's, it's not like we really care about it. Like the most yeah. press people are not going to care about getting the swag. It's usually perks or maybe stickers or things you can give out to other people that, uh, or give out to your listeners right. or your viewers. Right. The exactly. problem is, don't advertise that something's there and then it doesn't work at all. <laughs> Just rather not have it. It's, have it it's clean, the marketing guys not communicating with yeah. the guys that were actually building the damn thing. Exactly. But the good thing that's been from it is it's been a good way to communicate with other companies that you haven't contacted uh, before because it's a, a centralized well, that's mo- place. That's most conventions anyway is yeah. connecting with people. So, yeah. Then again, getting back to Gorilla, uh, cool that it's all these indie developers. But the problem is I find a lot of their content irrelevant because it's stuff that gets announced other places or gets shown afterwards at places that are more popular yeah i mean we had like how many times have we seen beyond behind the frame at this point i think like <sighs> four or five at this point yeah like, and I, I i think it looks super jank <laughs> well like yeah I'm, I'm going like ign i'll give them one thing they have an article up with which is everything that was shown there and they have it in alphabetical order i would have preferred if it was in you know the order of uh shown but uh uh was origami 2 looks cool uh didn't play the first one but always thought it looked neat um that's the ninja stealth game Uh, Mm -hmm. at uh akatori akatori Uh, which has a kickstarter that is coming soon yeah that one again looked uh piqued my interest i'm not 100 percent sure if it's going to be for me it reminded me of a game that i have uh called it's it's a trilogy of games. It started out on Itchio. Um, okay. And it's uh let me pull it up again. Uh Momodora is the name of the games. And they are they're just like this pixel art uh like actiony kind of games. Side scrolling action. Uh, very okay. similar to what it, what that game looked like, and I was just like, "Ooh, that that looks." And like the way the, the way the sprites animated and everything, it kind of reminded me of that. Of the Momodora games, and I was just like, "Ooh, I'm, yeah." So I'm that, that's that's one to keep an eye on, I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, some of the other ones that I pointed out uh no longer home which is that that narratively driven lost after the end of college kind of story based on the actual devs um that yeah looks interesting yeah that again might not be a me game but uh it looks well made uh oh, yeah. then there was uh some among us stuff to be honest i'm not interested uh not that I have anything against it. It's been a, uh, a wildly, wildly popular game. It's just, it's you have to, I think, have a good group of people. Yeah, I, I, per, I have a good group of people. When we can get everyone in, uh, yeah. it's been, it's been, it's been messy the last couple, of, the last like month and a half because people are getting back to normal routines and everything. Uh, just kind of being out there for being confined for a year <laughs> and then stuff like and then also uh college was ending and stuff because we got some younger folks in the group so uh, it, oh, it's yeah. been interesting um arcade paradise 
that's the one where after I woke up, you said, I think there's something you're going to like. And, and when I started watching, I went, is it this one that you were talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, which is, yes, I had my eye on this last year when it was announced, but it was a teaser. And they all it revealed at the time was that it that you were a owner of a laundromat that wants to convert the laundromat into an arcade. Yeah. And I was like, cool. And this is this is a really cool concept for how the gameplay loop is for a game uh yeah like i'll i'll, I'll do the the basics here because i only watched it briefly but you uh purchase a, a an arcade cabinet which is there's going to be tons of these retro 80s 8-bit inspired uh arcade games that are like and know, just for the record some of those are actually references to other indie games yeah which yeah exactly there there's it's loaded with with uh like in jokes and and homages and you'll get the game uh the arcade cap you then play that game try to get the highest score possible for yourself and then i guess the higher the score is the 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 better you then place it in your your arcade and you have customers come in and they try to beat your high score so the higher your high score that you get uh the the longer the more money you make because they'll keep pumping quarters in you then take that money and buy more arcade games um uh some of the other stuff uh it was a uh, hunt hunt the night which looks like castlevania meets enter the gungeon oh yeah like it, that's right yeah it has that like interesting take on that um and then i have uh wolf stride which is a turn-based giant robot combat game yeah, and it's like black and white. Yeah, like hyper stylized, like like you're playing a manga. Yeah, and that's that's being published by Raw Fury, so that'd be cool. good pedigree for sure. Um, and then I also have a uh, Demon Turf, which is that 3D platformer that's focused a lot on speed running, uh, and all the characters are sprites. So it's sprites that are working in a 3d environment with a 3d camera so it's really super cool looking yeah and then there i'm trying to think there are others that we got updates on like uh uh, uh kitsune tales that was at the japanese indie showcase that i saw right, so i guess I this that. this was this was just i guess an english version of the trailer yeah um, um i also have uh robo dunk which is like mario hoops three on three with robots that looks cool. Uh, the uh, what else? King of the Hat got uh, shown again. That was something I think that was shown off last year, or the year before. Yeah, that was the, that was announced last year, and I think it went into early access via Epic. Yeah, I guess. And it's now got a, it's a final coming. Date. To, and now it's fi- got a final date and coming to Steam. And BPM um, bullets per minute looks cool. Bullets but per again, minute's already out on PC yeah. and will be out on consoles later this year. Yeah, which, uh, again, cool. So some of it was more like updates on things we'd already seen with a few uh, surprises, which, cool. I mean, and we're not going to cover every other thing that was shown because they maybe weren't things that that we were super interested in. Or, like, sometimes we'll cover things if we think other people are going to be really interested in it. Yeah, the, only, the only other one I have is Unmetal, which Unmetal, is that MG- which was... It's the MGS spoof oh yeah yeah where that's right where uh a cat goes by on the screen and 
Uh, you hear the, the guard go, oh, it's just a cat. And then you walk by it and he goes, what was that? Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, another, another cat. cat. <laughs> he whispers, another cat. <laughs> and then he, the, the guard just, it just goes, huh? <laughs> That was pretty good. So it's very tongue in cheek. Uh, a lot know, Metal of Gear. MGS jokes. Yeah, it's very specifically, uh, clearly, like Metal Gear on the NES. Yeah, it, it looks like Metal Gear on the NES, but it, I, it references a lot of MGS stuff. Like yeah, the, yeah, a lot of the more modern ones. Yeah, which is funny. I say more modern, but until twenty five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was the gorilla. Uh, showcase then i guess they took a bit of a 15 20 minute break and then on the same feed had the wholesome direct which uh again i was sleeping through uh, not that i was sleeping through because i didn't respect it but sleeping through as in i was actually sleeping in my bed <laughs> so <laughs> I, I got up and i was like what did i miss and i think you guys said uh not a whole lot yeah that, that i only have like four things written and one's a joke because one of them was power washer simulator <laughs> which i mean sure sure why not um the other three that i the one that i think you're you'd be interested in is called battle cakes which is an rpg with cupcakes wait what yeah you're it's an rpg game only your characters are cupcakes okay i'm very interested <laughs> yeah yeah um and then uh we got more uh shown off of bear and breakfast which is that uh b and b uh oh, builder yeah, game that's right that was shown last year yeah that that's actually coming out this year i i believe they said it's coming out this year okay i found uh, battle kicks and, and i am bookmarking that yeah because uh, good lord it looks like what it looks like some sort of pastel adventure time type game. Yeah, very much so. Um, and then another one that I picked, I, I picked out was a uh, lake, which is uh, very story oriented. You're a woman that goes out to the countryside to become a mailman. Okay. And you sure. just kind of, and you just kind of like interact with people in this small little town. As a mailman, but yeah, the power Some wash people... game. That's yeah, the that's power... that's game of the year. That's the game of the show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> so, with those out of the way, you know, again, and there's a ton of other cool indie titles there, but I guess those are the ones that stood out to us the most. Uh, we then took a had what was it a little bit of a break between that and when Ubisoft it's like an uh, hour half yeah hour forty five minutes something like that. And uh, Ubisoft uh, opens, and this was one of those shows where it was 50-60% things that we knew and didn't, you know, need to see. Mm-hmm. But maybe got dates and updates. A lot of stuff coming for September. It's going to be tight that month. September September is going to be hell. September is where I, they're, I, is where it's they're It's either dumping. going to be hell or things are going to move. 
Well, that's the thing. It looks like September is where they're dumping all the games that were supposed to come out in the last 14 months. Yeah. And it's it's weird that they would do it all at once. And it's like, it makes you think they might have something else for the holidays. Because why would you put them all in September when you could do September, October, and November? Yeah, they probably have already because, have plans set up. Yeah, I, I have and a feeling. Now that they're we're just gonna... crunching them all together. Yeah, I have a feeling that there's probably one more title that they're, they haven't shown off yet that we're going to see at another Ubisoft forum. Because remember, they did two last year. Yeah, they'll probably do something in, in like August or September, yeah. And that'll be like, here's our holiday game. Uh, again, don't quote us on that. It's just uh, they did devote some time to, uh, was it Werewolves Within the movie? Uh, yeah. Which looks kind of funny. Is, which is getting theatrical release here in the States. I don't know, internationally, depends it, on where... What, depends on how theaters open. June twenty fifth, it won't be here. Uh, at least, yeah. well, maybe Alberta. Uh, but oh, then there was... no, it's not June. It's July. Is it? Yeah, it's July. Uh, okay, because it, it said here. Uh, I'm pretty sure said, it's July. It says June twenty fifth in theaters. Oh, okay. I I thought it was July. Yeah, fair. Enough. Well, you can see it in July because there's not going to be a whole lot else in theaters. <laughs> uh. Just Dance 2022, all I have to say on that was there was no dancing. On They didn't get anybody together since some sort of crazy... Ma- I was really hoping that all the people wearing like, cosplay and, and costumes and mascots, that they were going to have every single person that they usually have doing the crazy dances, but all wearing masks. But uh, we didn't get that. And we're also not getting a Wii version, which makes me very sad. Yeah. I mean, I think they said that they were going to stop supporting the Wii with just was, dance yeah last year they didn't have one for it uh but i i just always thought it was like that's the little game that could like and the little game that could the little game that, that releases because why not <laughs> uh all they have to do every year is just add new songs and keep the same animation for that version yeah uh, and then um one of like the first things that sh- got shown off was rainbow six extraction uh, yeah, which, you know, the formerly uh, Rainbow Six uh, na- name too close to, to home. <laughs> yeah, and apparently the story was too close to home, too, because now they're changed from, like, infected people. Like, like a paras- yeah, parasitic inf- infection maybe made by the government. <laughs> to be aliens. It's an alien infection. Very similar to, what like, the flood or... Yeah. Or uh, what's it, the I forget the name? It's the the spore one in in control. Uh, very similar to that too. So cool. Very uh, Left for Dead vibes. Yeah, I was worried that it was going to be way too hard. Like playing it. Like I like Rainbow Six, but I am not good at Rainbow Six because you have to be so precise and technical with it. You also need to learn the maps really well because everything's yeah. destructible. Yeah, so this seems like a more arcadey style than yeah, they've done with that, so. with that franchise. So same I'm... same kind of like tech and what you what your arsenal is in the game, but like it's just a single player like co-opy kind of game. Yeah, so this this will be fun, uh, I think because <laughs> again what we saw was it's it ubisoft like, who the hell knows yeah it, it's it, with ubisoft it's, it's really a flip of a coin it, it, their games are usually either amazing or generic they're never usually bad 
like flat out bad. So or you get or you get ones that don't get promoted or don't get reviewed well, but for some reason when they get in the hands of people and go, "No, this is actually good." What the hell are people Yeah, smoking? wasn't wasn't For Honor that one? That was the big one that happened. For Honor you. was one of them. Uh last year one that you enjoyed and I also subsequently enjoyed was Immortals. That yeah, every year they get one game that gets slept on and it's really good. Yeah. So maybe that'll be this year's version of that. I mean, I, I feel like with the pedigree of the name, it's probably going to do well. Um, yeah. Then there was, it, it'll, it'll, it'll get a, the rainbow six siege crowd for like a month. Yeah. And, and if it, and then if word of mouth spreads that it's good, you'll get some more people at, at Christmas time. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, especially if they run a deal like they did. Remember, uh, Immortals was out for barely a month and right around Christmas or, and like like with all that Christmas money they dropped it to I think it was 39 bucks yeah uh, even, on, with, even on next gen I mean with Watch Dogs Legion I got my copy for like 30 bucks <laughs> so they're, they are going to run deals on it and it'll be oh, worth yeah. picking they're, up they're, Ubisoft's usually good when it comes to deals yeah and after. they don't always run deals just because it's not moving in sales they sometimes run deals just to get people hooked yeah which is what the way games used to be sold, but now it's like we've been conditioned to think that a sale means the touch of death if it if it goes on sale too early. In the case of Balan Wonderworld, yes, <laughs> that was the touch of death because it went on sale. I think three well, days. Well, no, after no, the touch of death of Balan Wonderworld was releasing that demo. <laughs> what was releasing the game? <laughs> but but whereas when Ubi titles go on sale. Uh, for holidays they're not doing it because they're losing money out of already they're doing it to just garner more players yeah usually yeah and that's so that's coming september that's what we're talking about with the september titles um update for rainbow six siege cool i'm not a player but cool um riders republic uh also september this is the other game that comes out within two weeks of the other of the other triple a titles uh as a full price title Full price title. It, it might be a bit of a pull. We'll probably get review copies and we'll check it out again. I'm I'm reserving judgment on it. It looks fun. This is a game that to me uh, isn't necessarily as like it's dependent on multiplayer's playing together and having fun, but it's also very dependent on how good that soundtrack's going to be. The soundtrack because... on top of the fact that the player base. <laughs> yeah. How how long is that player base going to be there? Yeah, and, and if they uh, on can top get of the, it, if and then get it also crossplay, like, if it's crossplay, it, no, player it, base, it will. Ubisoft is dedicated to crossplay. Then, then we're probably going to be okay player base wise at least, at least until after the holidays, and then yeah. we'll see if it keeps it. Guaranteed, that game is going to be on sale for the holidays. Yeah, they'll like, do some sort of special they'll do, deal. For they'll Black do Friday. some stupid fifty percent off sale on that yeah. game. Yeah, and again, Easy. it won't be necessarily based on the quality or if it's selling or not. That will be. This will be probably one of their titles they want to push as as like the family Christmas present. Yeah, totally. Because it, it's friendly and like it's. It, I don't suspect it's going to have music that has a ton of swearing or anything. And this is going to be one of their few family. It might be the only family friendly other than Just Dance uh, that's releasing in the holidays. Like that everybody can get into. That's not that like we a very, know of. Yeah, that we, yeah, that we know of. Uh, then uh, Rocksmith Plus, which was interesting. I mean, uh, you take a. You take a branding like Rocksmith and say, we're going to make it a subscription service, but it's a learning subscription service. 
Exactly. I have no problem with this. <laughs> this actually is a good idea. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, uh, so it, it's it's also well, like it's a well thought out thing. Like they, they sounds like they're going to have people like, that are actually like guitar teachers that in some, it's probably going to be my my guess would be they didn't say it, but a multi tiered system that cert, at certain levels you can have people review your playing and give you tips and stuff. And even if it's not that, if if they enable it where, uh, like the it, the hard part with it will be you can't stream a game like this because of the music. Well, but, also also the thing with Rocksmith, uh, the original game, the actual game will automatically change your difficulty depending on how good you're doing yeah but they, they did say that they have industry professionals that will be critiquing you oh yeah so sure. that's a cool thing and it all like this is a way for parents that maybe couldn't afford proper more expensive lessons and especially if they you know with social distancing being probably a thing for at least a year or two more whether or not everybody follows it that's there are going to be a lot of families that that still do that or are hesitant this is a way that they can play a game and still learn a skill that's usable in real life and yeah to this is one of the few times that you're probably going to see almost nobody complain about a subscription or monetization yeah, because, because you're it, it's educational sorta, yeah it's educational you're paying so you're paying for an education that yeah that'll simple. be cool and it's probably going to raise the amount of sales of fender guitars <laughs> so yep. Uh, and it looks like they, they show people using an acoustic because yeah, it, it, you can use a, because what they're doing is actually instead of having your you plug your guitar into a system. Yeah. You just use your phone. And I, I do imagine that they're going to have an option to use peripherals that you could use something with it if you wanted to. But sure. you don't need to, which is smart. If, like, if you have if you have older like rocksmith peripherals yeah and they'll probably sell it on their website for you like if you because they'll like it's the kind of thing that goes hand in hand with once you get good enough you might want to save a recording of yourself playing and if that's the case it'll sound better if if you're plugged directly in anyway right uh or for latency purposes or whatever but still that was uh cool there's some added uh expansions for uh valhalla uh for assassin's creed valhalla uh, as well as what was it the educational mode where they give you yep. history? Uh, cool. I call I just call it classroom mode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, which uh, is which is cool. Uh, there's uh, Far Cry Six DLC. They showed off. They showed off a little more of the intro story, which is cool. Uh, but the DLC lets you play as all of the villains from well, not all like the vi the main villains when they went the, to becoming the last uh, three the last yeah. three big villains because the first two games weren't as focused on the villains being the core like. It was our first two. The third game is where people went, wow, this has a really good villain. Uh, so it looks like you're playing as them and you're playing probably key moments from their games, from their perspective and what they see in their own psyche. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a Psychonauts kind of. Yeah, like you style. finally get to see how they view the world around them and how they view themselves and how they viewed you, the player. Yeah. Um, I, one of the things that uh, you did miss that came up uh, earlier was the fact that Ubisoft's going to do cross progression across everything. Uh, oh yeah, which they already did with a couple titles, so that makes they sense. did with a couple titles, but they're doing it across everything, starting with the PC platforms, so Stadia, PC, and 
uh, Luna, and it those are all. So they're using those cloud are all. Yeah, they're using cloud saves. So that's going to all go uh, in July, and then they're going to add consoles next year. It's because they're using. Uh, they signed a multi-year deal. Uh, they announced it a while ago with uh, Google Stadia to handle all of their cloud streaming, and that's why they they. I got a press release last week saying that uh, Ubisoft uh, was Ubi Plus or something like that mm-hmm. uh, is now a part of of Stadia. So I guarantee you they're using Stadia for their cloud saves. I will not be surprised if tomorrow Microsoft says, "Hey, Ubi Plus, part of Game Pass." It, it wouldn't surprise me, but I know the infrastructure for their streaming is done that way, and that was so they could get Nintendo on board. I think because you know their games yeah, won't definitely. run on their games won't, and because Nintendo for the uh, Nintendo online services actually use Stadia as well, the same technology in the background. And they announced that a few years ago, but it wasn't called Stadia. Back then it was just, you know, Google cloud services. So it, it's it's a way for them to, to have it. So it's very easy to import saves everywhere. That doesn't matter what platform you're on, um, which, you know, Microsoft could do. Amazon has a similar service. It doesn't mean that Stadia is on each platform. It just means that, the back end for the game saves is probably being handled by Google. So yeah. um, then, oh yeah, with that, that uh, uh, Far Cry 6 DLC season fast that includes the, the uh, villain mode. Uh, it also includes uh, Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, I guess a remastered version. Yeah, I, I would guess so. They didn't I mean, say it's remastered. Ubisoft, or, or... Ubisoft has done that before with, uh, I think it was Assassin's Creed Odyssey uh with the ultimate edition you got uh ac3 remastered because far cry 3 blood dragon i don't think was on ps4 was it it was only ps3 no. and 360 no it's a ps3 360 which game. i guess on 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 xbox you could play in back compat but this will be the first time i guess you can play that version even if it's not remastered or, or if it's actually it would have to be remastered it'd have to be new code for uh, yeah, for, for the PlayStation platforms. Yeah, so cool. Uh, whether or not it's remastered or if it's just an upscale, that'll be neat. Also, uh, they made a deal with uh, Nickelodeon, Paramount, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are coming to Brawlhalla in like a week. That's cool. That that's cool. Uh, Trackmania is also getting a battle royale mode. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was announced uh, during the pre-show. And we'll start with like the one last thing thing, because it's not as big of a deal, I think, to any of us, uh, is Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. So Avatar 2 game. Uh, I, they haven't said if it's officially like the tie-in or if it's to build. It is the tie-in. Yeah, I think this is probably going to... It probably takes place between the first and second movie to build up the world again. Yeah. Because 90% of people that will go see Avatar 2 when it eventually comes out probably weren't born. When Avatar 1 came out. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's the hilarious thing. Oh, uh, you forgot the biggest one. Well, we're going to talk about that in a second. Just, okay. just Avatar. Uh, it looks great. It actually, the game looks like almost the quality of the movie from yeah, it, it's, 2010. I mean, it's a snow. It's a new version of Snowdrop Engine, which is a friggin' beautiful engine to begin with. Yeah, I think that is a next gen engine. Yeah, uh, because if you you look, it's not coming to PS4 or Xbox One. Also, it's it only looks like it's kind of an open worldy, yeah. Ubisoft open PC, world kind PS5, of game. PS5, Series X, and S, but they're not saying S. I guess they're they're probably realizing just, it's just make be rough. it series. It's going to be rough to promote it. Uh, Amazon, Luna, and Google Stadia. Yeah. So uh, Luna and Stadia, if it comes out in 2022, I guess that means is that confirmation that Stadia is still around for a year? Is I it mean, Ubisoft that's going to st- keep them afloat? I- <laughs> Uh, honestly like google hasn't necessarily abandoned stadia in quotes it's just that they're not touching it yeah they're just gonna let they're, it they're not making they're not making their own but if they sign some deals for this it, it's the kind of thing where if you can't afford who knows 2022 if the consoles are short you know you can't find them and you can't get a decent video card it may be amazon luna and google stadia where you get to play some of these games that are exclusive because i'm telling you right now games in 2022 that weren't already announced last year like god of war and that they're not going to last gen they Uh, they've already they've already confirmed god of war is also going to be running on ps4 no i was saying other than those like i'm saying like anything that's announced Uh, from oh yeah no no next next year anything that gets announced that's all yeah ps4 because because we're we're still dealing like games that like our playstation that people were complaining about that are going multi-gen now these were games that were supposed to come out this year. Any yeah. 2022 game that was facing 2022 and beyond, there is they've been in development for a few years. There's no way that they are they were planning to ever release it on last gen. So uh, if you if there's still a shortage, it's too bad, so sad. You might have to play it on one of those two platforms. So that might be the saving grace is the whole silicon shortage. <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, the I, I'm calling it unless something crazy happens tomorrow, which is possible uh game of uh e3 so far and what i've been asking for for the last few years every time it gets brought up a mario and rabbits kingdom battle sequel uh it doesn't have the same name but it's a sequel and that's yeah. mario and rabbits sparks of hope and it is magical looking yeah uh i guarantee i i will say there are there's a lot of merch opportunity with this game Oh, and yeah. you know Ubisoft and Nintendo are going to jump on it. Uh, Just wait till the Amiibos come. There's, let's see, ami- either Amiibos or uh, like one, I, I guarantee you like the collector's edition when that comes out is going to have like like Rosalina Rabbit or something as a statue. Imagine if they came out with plushies. That's the other thing. They're going to do plushies. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, it looks it appears to be that you're going. It's not just the same world. It looks like you're hopping from world to world. Yeah, it's it's basically just saying it's Mario Galaxy plus rabbits, but, plus rabbits, and the battle system has gone from being the more rigid 
uh, square grid-based system to one that you would see more on like a Val, uh, um, Valkyrie uh, or Valkyria Chronicles where you have a certain distance your character can run on the map and uh, your you can aim your attacks or where you're going to do your position you're you're facing it'll probably it'll probably grid. have like a more snap system when it comes to like cover and stuff yeah it, it's it's that the previous one was very XCOM in the 90s and this is much more last 10 15 years style of strategy rpg uh yeah. it's going to be a lot quicker i think and easier for little kids to get into yeah for sure uh and and like they said as much that they want to make it easy to play but hard to master kind of games which is how the last one even worked because they still had those challenge maps that i can't beat <laughs> but uh that being said it seems to be a much larger game because it's two studios working on it it's uh i think the milan studio and the paris studio which worked on the original uh it sounds bigger looks bigger the uh visual quality looks better because they were showing in-game footage that that wasn't uh like just pre-rendered cg to show it off it was... uh, also jason trier has tweeted out that that is on the newer switch that was what they were showing that would make sense yeah. that it, that it was because we're watching a 1080p stream and it looked 1080p but it's very possible that it's a 4k uh upscale uh and if that's the case that might be the that might be the game that they want to bundle with the console or or to show it off in the, in the fall because uh, really, when was the last time before this that they launched a new Mario franchise game? It's been a while. Rabbids, Rabbids was the first Mar original Mario title launch since probably the Mario and Luigi series. Mario and Luigi, the sports, maybe some of the sports titles. Well, uh, I, I I think they I I kind of put all the sports titles in one uh, basket. It's it's Toad Treasure Tracker is the closest, maybe. Yeah, Toad Treasure Tracker is actually the closest because that was Cat World on the Wii U. Yeah. So, but and this is a collaborate. Like this is obviously it was lucrative enough for them, and I had been. Oh, it was why. incredibly lucrative. You yeah, kidding it, me? They, they that were, was they were silent on it for three years, three and a half years. And so this I, is probably there was like, rumors gone. that they had greenlit it like immediately because <laughs> so they've been the working case, on this for a while, about three years. If that's the case, then we're ready for like a, a, a November release. Yeah, this is probably going to be their holiday game. This will be holiday next year. Yeah. For sure. Easy, easy, uh, easy money. So, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the Ubisoft show. Uh, very happy with, you know, a couple items there but uh we then had the devolver digital direct which not everybody likes their their humor but i think everybody can respect uh how deep they cut into their own industries uh bullshit uh we don't need to go into everything about how they presented it except that this year seemed a little more subdued probably because they were airing at like regular a regular weekend like prime time slot versus middle of the night on like a monday <laughs> yeah yeah. So they were still swearing, but they toned down the amount of gore and over-the-topness of it and took the time to show off a few cool things. Uh, Trek, uh, Trek to Yomi, that's the black-and-white samurai-looking game. Yep. Uh, it, it, I wrote it down as Indie Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, Indie Ghost of Tsushima meets... Uh, there's a game on the PS2 that I used to play with my friend. Was it called Way of the Samurai? I think it was one of those games where you had like multiple endings depending on how you encountered everybody else. That sounds that sounds correct in my yeah. head. 
It looks um, it looks like that. And the one thing you did miss was just uh, because you you were hopping around trying to find this damn stream uh, was the Shatter Warrior three gameplay. Yeah, I did miss that, and that pissed me off because uh, Devolver decided to not. They had a tease for their stream on their channel yesterday, and then didn't stream on their channel. That's because they're a part of the official. I, they're not even a part of the official E three actually. Then don't tease on your channel that it said watch the stream on uh, on uh, Twitch and YouTube, and neither of their YouTube or Twitch channels were streaming it. Yeah, what the um, actual fuck, guys? Come on. I, I think that was a last minute thing. They also didn't in terms tweet of out, where they were going. Well, well, what they should have done. They tweeted their... out. They tweeted out the Twitch gaming, uh, Twitch. Okay, but that. But like, when they dropped the video yesterday, that was like running ele- late. It was like, like eleven Twitch at night or something. When they they yeah. they dropped their trailer in the middle of the night last night, saying, "You know, come watch us tomorrow." You telling me in twelve hours they 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 changed where they were going to stream? They should have just said, should have thrown up a, a title card or had it in the description for the video where to go. But nope. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like that was a last minute thing. But regardless, it's very very on point for them to be strange and different. Uh, and also, like they're. As much as like the previous Shadow Warrior game was kind of Doomish, no, this is just straight up Doom Eternal gameplay. It looked like Doom Eternal gameplay. Yeah, when I was watching it, which which I mean I'm happy with. Uh, yeah, it, exactly. Uh, I mean, but, like one of the one of the big things he's he rips open the demon and he pulls a gun straight out of his guts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was uh, that. Uh, Wizard um, with a gun. Mm. There were, that was the one where it looks kind of interesting, but again, maybe not for everybody. Uh, Inscription was the card-playing game, the horror one. Yeah, it's from the Pony Island dev, who is... Ri- like, Pony Island is a messed up game. <laughs> it's messed up. Okay. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, and that... give. It, have you ever seen Hand of Fate? Yes. It's that... It, it gave me those vibes. Okay. Uh, they made a mobile game. Yep, they made a mobile game, which I have signed up on their Was it Devolver, uh, was it Tumble Time or something? Tumble Time, yeah. Uh, there was one that I pointed out called Death Store, which is like yes. a 2.5D Zelda, and the music is really good. That was a, a standout for sure. Yeah. Uh, and that's, uh, I think, PC and Xbox only. Yes, right now. it's PC and Xbox only. I guarantee you that's going to be a Game Pass game. They had the first uh, physical-only game release in probably 16 years. <laughs> which I which I sat in a digital queue to buy. And Actually, that, that's wait, bought and paid for when, already. Uh, 360 came out in uh, 2005, so, so yeah. it would be uh, in 17 years the first time because pretty much everything, even though the the Xbox, the original Xbox was online. You didn't really buy full games on there. So, uh, yeah. The f- also, because it's coming to Switch only physical. Uh, yeah, I collect Switch physical games. So yeah, that's well, a definite buy. That's the crazy thing that they announced. This game, I don't know if it's a timed thing or whatever. It's, it's going to be a timed thing. But they're, the way they but announced it, they made it sound like devolver. you will never be able to buy this game any other way than a physical copy from one retailer. Yeah. And it's a, a uh, 
people were saying it looked like Akari Warriors. It looks a lot more like uh, King's Knight, the the very first Square uh, Square game that they released. I think here it was even before was it 3D World Runner, where you're scrolling up a screen with a few different characters and you, you got to shoot things, and it has a very 1980s feel. It doesn't look like it was a filter they put on. It looks like the color scheme is specifically yeah, made no, that, to look like that, NES. I'm pretty sure that's the color scheme. Um, and it, like, uh, it reminds me of a game that my uncle has for his NES. I forget the name of the game, and my cousins would play that consistently. Probably uh, Commando or Akari Warriors. Yeah, but like my, I distinctly remember it in my brain. And that, Im- like that game in its entirety, reminds me of it, like instantly. So, so that'll be that'll be fun, and you know, a, a physical collector's item. <laughs> yep, I mean, it it was like f- with shipping, it cost me like a little under forty bucks. Not bad, not bad for a Switch game, and, and uh, from a, and from a collector's company too. So oh yeah, exactly. So uh, just like that's good. Phantom Abyss, uh, which is the first-person Indiana Jones meets uh, Pitfall meets Fall Guys game. Which was shown off at Summer... Was it Summer Gaming or was it uh, Day of Devs? I think it was Day of Devs that they showed that off. Yeah, they did a tease, and this was like the more... I think it showed a little more. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, uh, they explained it more in Day of Devs because it was like... It's procedurally generated, and it procedurally generates the map. You drop in on it, and the first person to escape closes the entire procedural generation. So you will never see that procedure, that specific procedurally generated map again. Which it, it lends itself to wanting to watch the streams because every playthrough will be a different one worldwide. Exactly. exactly. So and there there'll be clout with who can close the most. Yeah, that that's going to be it. Yeah, so that'll that'll be fun. There'll probably be tournaments where there's competitions to see who can close the most. So uh, that was it for their show. AGDQ, uh, man, that's going to be an AGDQ game. Uh, AGD. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Done quick. Yeah. Uh, Gearboxes showcase, uh, which we can call the worst E3 showcase. Maybe ever we're talking rivaling the worst of the Konamis, the the worst of uh, Bethesda paying people to clap and cheer like they're uh, like they're they're or the Xbox talking. One TV 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 TV. Uh, that one was a different kind of bad. That was a bad where it was like holy crap, like the they're ending their company bad. This wasn't that. This was the worst of the cringe, uh, like Konami ones. Yeah. Or like, or like, remember, like there was a while where the Ubisoft ones were exceptionally bad. Like we're talking the two thousand, basically anything from like Konami or uh, Capcom or or uh, well, maybe not Capcom, but specifically Konami and uh, Bethesda from like two thousand and two to two thousand eight, like that that era of the terribleness. It seemed like they were trying to be Devolver, but didn't get the fact that they're not Devolver. <laughs> It was uh, Uncle Randy uh, trying to be hip and cool because he heard Devolver's neat, but then also going, "Wait, we're not we're not having potty mouse. We can't swear, uh, and we also can't really be subversive to the public because we're billionaires." <laughs> so, On top of the fact that 
we're on prime time with the ESA. Yeah. So it, it was very, I could almost see next year uh, Devolver doing their entire showcase as a way of making fun of Gearbox doing their version of them like that meta uh because it was it was also very... also did you know homeworld 3 is in production yeah they had about these 10 15 second trailers and it was four or five of them it had to it, at least that's what it felt like it was at least three uh, yeah, but, it was, i think there were four uh where it was re- uh, world premiere reveals of the same game just from two or three different devs saying the same things as if they it... were like commercials to go on in between somebody else's showcase at like IGN, but they threw them all in there just to pad it out to give it the full half hour. They had about five minutes of new content for 35 minute show. Yeah. On top of the fact that uh, they replayed the tiny Tina trailer again. in its entirety for no reason. Yeah. Uh, they did the one that was that lame looking Ragnarok thing. Yeah. Which, uh... which to be honest, like I've, I've had press emails saying, Hey, if you'd like to check it out, you know, request a review. And I'm like, I, I don't want to do it. Like as as much as I it just looks I, ugly because I feel like I, I feel like I I ca- couldn't be impartial on that review because I think it's so ugly. Like it, it's like I, I would not even if the gameplay is like fun, it doesn't look fun. And I I it's not that I want to always be positive on every review, but if a game looks bad, I don't want to cover it just for the sake of of saying how bad it is because I'm not. I'm not a uh, AVGN clone from 2009, right? Yeah. <laughs> like we we want to talk about games that are good or games that, you know, could be fun. I, I just can't see any joy in it because it actually hurts my eyes to look at it. Uh nothing against the devs that made it, just it's it's art style is very clashing to me. Uh, and then so, uh Godfall is coming to PS4 surprising no one because they couldn't sell enough on PS5. It's I will, you could go to any store in Canada. I don't know what it's like in the states, and see about ten of them in every Walmart everywhere. Like they've they've never sold them out. They also I never dropped. I haven't price. seen a Godfall cover art anywhere. <laughs> it's <laughs> well, it's frank. all it's all here because the, the shelves have been so bare. It's always there, uh, yeah. and it's also too much money. Like it's it's they they've every other game on the system has dropped by like ten fifteen bucks by now, and it, it hasn't. Uh, they did a Boxing Day deal where I think it was down to forty nine dollars, and it's and even that didn't sell, because uh, like, it's just so generic looking. And then there were interludes of Uncle Randy visiting the Borderlands movie set, and everyone going, "Oh God, we have to deal with this guy." Everybody, even like he was interrupting <laughs> the director, people. the actors, the crew, everyone was like, "Oh God, we have to deal with this motherfucker." Everybody there went. He he has that aura, and he doesn't. And the worst part is he doesn't realize it. He had that aura on set of, oh god, the rich guy. F- it's it's clear the movie studio isn't paying for this. They're paying for it probably out of their own money. And part of their contract states that they're that they have to be able to be there to oversee they, it and all this. I I guarantee you, Randy is a major funding of this movie. And and this is the this is the equivalent of what they call a money mark and you know you see pro wrestling where they where some rich guy hires a bunch of wrestlers to put on a show in his town and then he has to be in the match so that he can win and 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 he can say that he had a wrestling match with hulk hogan yeah this is that 
vanity bullshit and the movie might end up being really good it's got a good crew behind it but it has the aura of oh god the money guy's on on set we have to we have to pretend and placate to him and it came through on camera and it was i would not have released that footage because of how it looked at least kevin hart tried he tried he tried and and did you know that something interesting but like you instant the instant look on his face said Oh God, I have to deal with this motherfucker. <laughs> and but I mean, he's a good stand-up comedian. He can turn it on when he has to. Yeah. Uh, Eli Roth was okay. The producers were okay because you know they're 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 making their money. He's he's the one put. If, if he's not necessarily footing the bill, him agreeing to make the movie is what's paying for it. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. And, and the worst part is, Randy seems like he's genuinely interested in this and he wants it to be good, but, buddy, like. You're your own worst enemy when it comes to this because, like, 75% of your entire gaming showcase was showing off how cool you think it is to be on set of a Borderlands movie. Which was, like, a... Like, it's... And then also the gags that they put in in the editing. Yeah. Was just, like... Oh, breaking. Did did you know that Homeworld 3 is in production? (laughs) Good God. Uh, which, by the way, was probably the coolest thing that they showed off, other than Tiny Tina, which we already knew about. Because Homeland, oh, sorry, Homeworld is a good game. With both of them, I've, the second game I played a ton of when it first came out. Uh, that was it. That's all they showed. <laughs> so there wasn't much I else. Have four, I have four notes, and one of them says in all caps: "Gearbox equals cringe." Yeah, it was the most the most cringe uh, E3 press conference trailer ever made like yeah it and and but cringe for the wrong reasons like cringe like you can't watch it again like it's that bad whereas those old konami and other ones they're instantly rewatchable because cringe when somebody fucks something up or there's technical difficulties remember how many times microsoft used to have that where the videos wouldn't play Mm. or uh if somebody stutters or stammers because deep down you feel bad because they're in front of all those people and they're not used to being performers. That's why Ubisoft started hiring uh, like H Tyler and other people that are known to be like improv people to stand up. That's why they hire hosts. Uh, Phil, Phil Spencer is the only one that like, he's got charisma. He's one of those guys that he, he, even if he's nervous, he does have the aura of comfortability in front of the camera and in front of the crowds. These are business people that are usually not used to doing this. So it makes you feel bad for them, but you love it because you know you've been there when you've had a, a, a royal fuck up or things don't work. That's what's fun about those cringe ones. This was cringe like they thought this was cool. My, this came to mind. You know how people say hate is a strong word? No, fuck that. I hate this. <laughs> this, this, was a, this was a flat out... Like it's not going to endear us to Gearbox. Hopefully, they're not listening to the show. But it was not a good presentation, and they should have either done nothing, or uh, taken their trailers and maybe included them with the kickoff and had had all of the stuff. They should have had uh, Jeff Keighley's show, Summer Game Fest, sponsored by Amazon Prime Games, yada yada. And he should have said they should have had like a, a seven minute or eight minute or even a fifteen minute block uh, of sponsored content. Like, hey, here's an update from everything at. Uh, at Gearbox, they wanted to have a special here for you. Had a mini show within a show. Yeah, not a, a thirty-five. It would have taken. It would take fifteen minutes tops. And especially coming coming games. right after Devolver, and then being Devolver Light, like it was. 
it was made it worse, right? Like if I think if yeah. Evolver had been yesterday or something, you would have seen it. We yeah. still would have compared it, but it was right after, and and this was Devolver's best showcase they had done as far as yeah. the acting, the cringe acting in it, which their cringe acting is that purposeful tongue in cheek, like we know it's bad acting. Yeah, we know it's bad. We are talking in circles on purpose. Yeah, that's one thing we didn't mention. They were talking in circles and actually physically moving around the room with the camera in circles. And the whole idea was to to be subversive and say, look, the gaming industry is cyclical. No matter what they say, they're always going to do what they want. And it always comes uh, around to, to the loop of giving them money. Yeah. On top, of the, I, on top of the fact, like, I'm very, very tempted at buying one of those shirts. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, they don't make them in big boy sizes. So it's, and I'm not spending 60 bucks to get a shirt up here, but they've got some neat stuff. Like if they ever opened up a Canadian store, you better believe that we'd be buying from them. And I'll briefly go over the last thing that you didn't watch. And that was the upload VR showcase, which I thought was just going to be on the upload VR channel, but apparently IGN and, and, uh, yeah, uh, a E3 lot of people and everything showed up. I saw re were streaming it. Yeah. Previously it had come after the PC show and it was sort of the one where nobody watched it, but it looks like it was getting more promotion this year. Now I will note that this did not have anything that was from like uh, Oculus Studios and nothing that was like official from a Sony studio for the Sony VR. They're obviously saving their own for their own events. Uh, right. These were, you, you'll have games that are coming to PlayStation VR or Oculus. They're just not first party titles from large studios. So or don't or don't have any marketing money from those companies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, they showed off. Uh, uh, was it a township tale? Uh, some of these were interesting. The bigger titles that you want to look out for were uh, there was a first look at Sniper Elite VR. Uh, oh, which I mean, it's a Sniper Elite game. You know what you're getting. Yeah, that was probably the highest budget title that they showed. Uh, then there was After the Fall. Uh, which was a survival sort of zombie shooter type thing. Uh, well made and, and it randomizes. So there's different, you'll get a different wave of enemy every time that you play and you play it with friends. Uh, think of it as like Call of Duty zombies. Yeah, but, no, this looks really nice for a yeah. VR title. Yeah. Yeah. For a VR title that's independent and not from a major studio. Uh, and it's one that I believe, I believe is going to run on standalone headsets like the the quest but i don't quote yeah, me on that it, it's it's saying it's uh ps4 and windows so probably yeah it's it's if it's working on the ps4 one then it means it's able to scale down enough that the quest would play it yeah i so, see it on i i see it has a steam page and everything so yeah yeah so regardless it's not going to be so intensive if you have an older uh, graphics card you can probably run that no problem uh, I expect you to die too, which was a released a full length trailer. That was the other surprise that was. Big. Yeah, no, you can run that on a potato. It's a nine. The recommended it, the minimum is a nine seventy. Oh god, yeah. Okay, so yeah, if you've got a card from the last six years, you're fine. Yeah. Uh, I expect you to die too. Full length trailer looks fun. If you played the first one, cool. I haven't, but um, there's that. Uh, PSVR exclusive was shown off. That was fracked. Uh, again, cool, but I guess that's the only thing that PlayStation was involved with in that it's a game that is signed as an exclusive. So they, so it's like 
Sony isn't showing up at E3, but they're peppering in little bits and pieces here and there. It's like, we'll give you something to show off at each of your showcases. And then they'll do something at the end of July. Yeah. Or or they're going to just be like, fuck you, and they'll pop up on Wednesday. And people will be like, what? No, no, like, they're not, they're not going to yeah. pop up on Wednesday because people will still be talking about E3. They're going to wait. At yeah. least a week. The only way that they, they would... want to be the only thing anyone's talking yeah. about. The only way they pop up and and they uh, uh, like get all eyes on them. The only way is if they were to show off. The, like they'd have to have two big things, like PSVR, like hardware ready to go to show off, uh, or it would have to be something like, uh, oh, I don't know, if they were showing off like uh, there's a uh, like if they had a new Infamous game. And yeah. they wanted to just drop it on its own. They could do something like that. But yeah, you're right. Like it, shadow drop something. Yeah. Like if they shadow drop uh, like out of the blue, because we've been talking about it, like uh, Resistance. They, they, that's a, a, a Resistance a Remaster trilogy Yeah, like or the, there's, a tr- there's a trilogy that they've dropped like uh, really, they dropped it a while ago and they had said they had no interest in it. But if they dropped and said, hey, by the way, it's out like it's Wednesday, it's out Friday. If they're like, hey, you know, hey gamers, yada yada. Here's this. Here's one that's on PS5. Or if they were like, if they shadow dropped it and said, "Hey, the trilogy's out." Or no, if they came out and they just did a showcase, and the showcase was, by the way, uh, now every purchase you have from the PlayStation Store is playable uh, on PS5 through PlayStation Now, like through the uh, like or through streaming. Or PlayStation Now is uh, including every title that they've had in their back catalog or something because right like they if they announce something equivalent to game pass that would steal the show but they're yeah. not going to do that we're going to wait a few weeks at least and from the sounds of it what was it they showed off uh, jeff Keeley's show i think it was the death stranding one uh they said that they'd have a lot more to talk about in just a few weeks i and have when... a f- i have a feeling that kojima is going to show up video watch in like a video message at Xbox. And yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be one of the big bomb yeah. mic drops at and, Xbox. And the reason I'm saying that I think that we have a state of play coming in a few weeks is Oh, like, we're definitely we definitely have a state like, of play coming. And I mean in like I weeks. mean like a full one. Like people are thinking, oh maybe they're just gonna wait, you know, until no. They're gonna no, have their no, big summer one. Something. Uh, because it wouldn't and people are like, well maybe they'll do it for just Death Stranding. I'm like, no, it's not like Horizon where they're doing a whole show for that. Uh, there. My guess would be probably the first week of July, we're gonna see something. You know, that's my prediction. Uh, when's EA? Uh, EA is second, second week, of, week of July. Yeah. yeah, so they'll 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 probably throw be in that window in between E3 and EA. Yeah, because they're probably something that EA is working on that they'll want to showcase. Yeah, like we might it might be something where Sony shows up first. If Sony is doing a show in the same week or the week before them. Uh, yeah, they'll tease something. Then, then that we will see something from uh, we will see something from Mass Effect, or we will see something from uh, from if we don't see anything at, at tomorrow's Xbox, we will see something from the uh, Dragon Age game. It'll be another tease, and then they'll say stay tuned for uh, EA's in like a week, and you'll see more. I mean, we already know that they're probably going to show Battlefield tomorrow because they said they're showing something tomorrow with battlefield and the only place that could possibly show up is xbox yeah so we're there's probably some game involved that we'll see then uh as far as anything else with the vr showcase lots of uh of cool indie titles but nothing 
that's going to be major except for pistol whip uh getting uh new modes uh, and uh customizability to a lot of the levels things that they didn't have before it's really fleshing it out so if you're a fan of that already sweet and uh i guess the other big one that i knew about but a lot of people didn't is that the salmon max game there's a, a i guess it's technically salmon max 3 is it uh maybe yeah i think it is uh, this time it's virtual. Uh, they, they showed off gameplay because they had a tease before and I've been in contact with the developer and they said, hey, stay tuned in the summer and we'll see about uh, maybe getting you a chance to check it out. And so I figured it was coming at the end of summer uh, with a, a trailer, but they showed it here. So Yeah, I mean, they I, it was the Game Awards, I think, that they teased it. Yeah, it was, it was a very... And it was not a tease like they had a whole show. It was like, here's like a package of VR titles coming soon. And it, it was one of them, and there was like five second clip. Yeah, it was like a five second clip clip of Max just in a montage. playing around in a montage, playing around with your vision or something. So that's the other big title there. Uh, and then there was a Green Hell PC VR port announced as well. Uh, and uh, that's it for the day. So again, nothing major, but in the VR space because really the two biggest players are saving stuff for their own shows. You know, Oculus is going to do another one of their directs because they did it you know a couple months ago and they're going to want to do another one probably closer into the fall for the christmas season i uh, i'm gonna say august probably around gamescom yeah so august september yeah and then we'll see uh we'll see something from i've the next state of play is probably going to be 50 percent ps5 and 50 percent vr because they dumped all those vr titles like, was it a day of, like, seven or eight trailers, and they were spacing them apart by, like, a half hour, an hour each? Uh, and they're all the PS, like, the PSVR last-gen stuff. That It looked like they were showing off every every single game they currently have in the slate for the previous hardware. Just to clear out all the news so that they can announce something with the new one. I'm just getting that vibe that even if the console, uh, like, if the actual hardware isn't available yet or ready to go, that they're going to be showing it off. I'm going to say the hardware is not going to be available till next year. Yeah, I think they're gonna, I think what we're going to see is any other title that gets shown off when they do these showcases is going to be like, here's the VR. It, it's available for PlayStation VR. And then they'll have something that shows. Oh, no, maybe they won't do that because they don't want to cut their sales. I was going to say show off how what the difference is between playing it on PSVR and then playing it on the next gen hardware. But they wouldn't want to do that because that'll kill any current sales. So I think they want to clear out everything that we see from now on will probably be next gen VR titles. Yeah, because it, it's all it's the transit. This is a transition year for gaming. We are transitioning away from the PS4 and Xbox One generation and moving over to the next gen. Yeah, for sure. And and everything was delayed by six months uh, because of this. Like, yeah, we can, you could argue it's been a year for some of the the hardware and stuff, but. Reality is, I have a feeling that we would have already seen PSVR hardware, at least mock-ups, uh, by like January of this past year. Yeah, we uh, would have. We if if COVID hadn't happened, if the chip shortage hadn't happened, I it would well, have been the, a chip shortage, the chip shortage would have happened regardless because people were already already knew that was going to happen. It was just a matter of how drastic it became because of the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. I, I have a feeling that I have a feeling that we would have seen, if not the hardware on the shelves. I think in an ideal world, they wanted their system out, the PlayStation Five out in November, 
sell uh, several million systems, and then in the middle of summer they might have dropped the the VR upgrade. So, yeah. who knows? We could be way off, but that's going to do it for today. We we should probably go to bed because tomorrow's going to be really busy. Yeah, and I have to record a podcast. (laughs) Alrighty. Alrighty. So it is time to wrap it up. Uh, Tomorrow, we're actually going to be doing two episodes. uh, One on the main two shows, uh, which is obviously Xbox, Bethesda, and Square Enix. And then we're going to have ones on the PC and future games. Uh, So without, uh, I guess, any more hubbub, that's going to do it for today. Uh, Thanks, Ken, for being here. You'll be here tomorrow. Birdman's going to be on for the xbox and square enix showcase special that we do tomorrow uh i'm alex the producer and we will see you tomorrow considered a rational thought. Thanks for listening to this episode of This Week in Geek. Hungry for more? Check out our website at thisweekingeek.net. You can subscribe to the podcast, browse our Twitter and Instagram, and leave your thoughts on today's topics. If you'd like to give us some feedback, send us an email at feedback at thisweekingeek.net. Tune in next time, and remember, lower your shields and surrender your listenership. We would be honored if you would join us. Thank you for your cooperation. Good night. So, yeah. Okay. I am energied up. I'm good. Now the real question is, will this make me stay up until like 10 a.m. tomorrow and I'll crash in the middle of watching the other stuff? (laughs) We will see. Maybe it'll be a 10-scoop day tomorrow. Uh, If that's the case, I'm going to make sure that I have... Actually, make sure that I have my blood pressure pills next to me so I don't explode and die while recording. (laughs)